0: Hey, let's get started, Brian. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to another episode of our blockchain podcast. My name is Chuck Chakuri and I am a blockchain entrepreneur and I've been working with blockchain for the past four years. I host this podcast with my friend Brian Engel, who is also a huge blockchain enthusiast like me. Uh, (laughs) We do this to share our understanding with our listeners and learn from them. We like to hear from you. You can share your thoughts in the chat or join the caller queue. Hello, Brian. Hope you're having a great day.
1: What's going on, Chuck? Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday, end of the month. Man, time's flying.
0: Yeah, so we decided to talk about blockchain and data security. Excited about the topic, Brian? Yeah, of course.
1: Anything blockchain I get to learn about, I'm happy with. Should be interesting. I I dove in a little bit and uh, some interesting things. Can't wait to... uh, You're you're more technical... (laughs) More technical than I am is that's uh, I mean that's saying nothing. So I mean you are very very technical. So I can't wait to hear that side. I'm just uh, I'm just on the other side, and uh, I can't wait to hear what we're going to yeah, talk. Yeah, no.
0: So for me, this was a great topic for a couple of reasons, Brian. What happened was I know I've been working on blockchain mostly from how to build solutions, but from a I just assumed okay, data blockchain is secure, but I had to go and did a lot of research on the subject and trying to figure out hey, how is it different from existing security and privacy you know so that's yeah,
1: what I've been doing I yeah I'm, I'm with you I'm, the, I'm kind of the same way I, I see as uh you know hey data security data privacy are are almost mutually exclusive but uh, I mean what is I mean, yeah it's I I think I gotta know do you I think I gotta know what is the difference between the two
0: yeah, so so I was uh, reading, reading up on this, but there is a little uh, uh, analogy that I've seen, right? From a lot of explanations. When you say secure, what we are trying to do is basically protect the data, right? right. So, for example, uh, somebody is walking down a mall with four security guards, right? You're obviously secure, but you're not in a private place. You're public. Right. Right. So there is no privacy, but there is security. Right. So if I'm like locked up on a small island by myself, it's very private, but I'm not safe or secure from a lot of things that could happen to me. Right. Right. So but most of the time when you treat data, we have to have some combination of data, security and privacy. And what happens is if I send you an email on Gmail. It is secure if I encrypt it. Right. But the fact that I'm sending it on Gmail, it's not private. It's probably not.
1: Right. It's, it's out there for anyone. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. and, and uh,
1: Although they so, really don't want to hear what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, it's just there for them to see if they really want to.
0: They do actually see it, I think, because that's how they know what is a phishing uh, email or what is a spam email. That's a good right? point. Yeah, good. That's Other good than point. if without seeing it, how do they know it's a spam and they need to put it in a spam folder?
1: Yeah, no, that's
0: a good point. Point right? taken. Yeah. So how they, how else they use that data? We don't know.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, we exactly. know. Good point. We know
0: for sure they're using it to filter spam. Yep. Right. And, and then when it comes to data security, what I learned is it can actually be broken down into four different, uh, you know, things. You want to know those four? I do. Okay. So one is confidentiality right basically what that means is who can access it who can see it you know who can use it right and that is usually currently there in a lot of the existing systems and it's there in blockchain and then then the second thing is integrity what integrity means is hey is the data accurate is the data consistent right is the data that is not morphed or distorted in some fashion right and we can't that has to be maintained that's the data integrity Availability is basically, hey, when I need the data, if it's not there, what is the point? Right. So data uh, uh, availability is also part of data security. And then the third or fourth one is accountability. Who owns this data? Right. Right. And actually, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who is actually building a use case in healthcare. Right. In healthcare. Blockchain
1: stuff?
0: Yeah. Oh, cool the problem is in, in with ownership is if i have a piece of a claim data right a claim record right on that claim record there are things like say chuck went and got this procedure right and then the provider is billing this much and he got paid this much right now of all of this information who owns this data does the insurer owns this data does chuck owns that data or the provider owns the data right right and if if that is is one of the hardest problems in healthcare and a lot of times this uh, in healthcare when you work with you know people there is something called a business associate agreement baa right right and those baas are very hard to write because everybody needs to see all the data but they can't do certain things with certain data right and that responsibility and ownership who can share who can't share it becomes much, much more complicated. Right. Right. And that's why I think I'm excited about blockchain because blockchain can address these things at a much more granular level. And a lot of it is built into it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And what I... So that's where I think. What do you think? Well, I mean, there's obviously
1: a ton of pluses. I mean, in that scenario that you did, I mean, there's... I know companies right now are, are, so just for the healthcare, this is not even, it has nothing even to do with healthcare, but um, somewhat like a, a patient uh, invoice. So you can write smart contra- contracts on the blockchain that says, hey, if invoice A is from this type, you know, this group of people, it automatically sends payment to certain providers or certain, uh, um, certain people that need payment. Um, no interaction at all with anyone instead of it going through two, three, four layers, it just takes care of it. Um, you know, hey, I think Walmart in Canada is doing it right now, doing a uh, uh where they ship, it's about shipping. So, all their shipping suppliers throughout the country, um, all they have to do is uh, basically upload their information to the blockchain and it automatically pay I mean, pays literally on as soon as they upload it. So this sounds like a, a great use case that could happen within the healthcare space as well.
0: Oh, so, so they're automating pay, pay, payment processing as Correct. soon as they receive something without Correct. having to go through all of the it's details. Verified
1: it's received, it's automatically paid, which again goes back to the smart contract, right? So it's uh,
0: yeah.
1: um, And going back to security though as well to make sure that you know the security of the smart contracts is highly important that those are audited on a regular basis. Um, or else people can hack them. And those are people are, hey, out there, they're, they're trying to take money any
0: way they can for free. So... Uh, no, that, that makes, makes more sense, right? Because if Walmart is doing that, if I, with smart contracts, each of these things that I was telling you about confidentiality, integrity, accountability, there is a specific feature, technical feature in blockchain right. that addresses these things easily. Right? For example... For confidentiality, if, if you encrypt something with somebody's, if I encrypt something with your public key, only you can see it. Right. Nobody else can see it. Right. And your private key is the only one that can unlock that piece of data. Right. And it, is, right. it, may, it's, it ensures that confidentiality is built into the system. If I have to build that same solution in some other platform, right i have to do all of this this kind of encryption and to maintain confidentiality right, right. and then not only that if i send you an invoice in a word document right i don't know who who is touching it who is changing it right and it's very hard to maintain the integrity right sure. even a pdf can be changed now in blockchain they have they hash everything so any small change can be detected right Right? Even if I change send you a picture of the invoice. Right? Or even if I send you a word document. Anybody touches it, you would know. Correct. Right? So the hashing is built into the blockchain. Right? And then like you said, the accountability, the authorization, the automatic triggering of it, all the accountability of processing can be done through smart contracts. Yep, exactly. Right? And everybody uh, oh, the private ahead. keys are built into it that also ensures ownership you know so i i feel like blockchain is more suited for data security yeah than think, existing solutions
1: i i would i mean i tend to agree yes i i definitely agree but there's also you know hey there's also vulnerabilities within blockchain um for for security issues you know it, you constantly have People that write truck, smart contracts are only there's there's hey people make mistakes right when yeah same thing was writing software it's was basically writing a piece of software and people make mistakes that's why there's yeah. always bugs there's always systems and that's why there are companies out there that you know hey whether it's validation testing or it's um, uh, uh, auditing or monitoring anything of that sort it's a uh, it's it's very it's very important that you're on top of that.
0: Uh, you 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 are absolutely right because that's i mean there is a pros and cons you're right if there is a bug in the software or something changes a smart contract for one re, some reason or the other you can really corrupt the system right or you can introduce bugs you can introduce mistakes uh, right. and that is definitely a vulnerability you know in, in blockchain because now that the code is public right anybody can see it right, right? i just you know i
1: think the misconception too is you know hey there's a lot of a lot of people I speak about blockchain. They're like, "Oh, that's just secure; nobody can ever change it." And I was like, "Well, although that's true, it's a little misleading that just says it's it's the end all be all to security, right?"
0: Yeah, no, 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 I agree. If there is a, a soft, right now, I can't see the code that is being executed in a centralized server, right? But the code that is executed on a blockchain, I can see it. Right. right, and I can see vulnerabilities.
1: Right, and most of it, the, they're going after money, right? Money yeah. or or important data, so such as your
0: health information. That's why it would be
1: yeah. very important for your for healthcare companies to make sure it's secure.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. So, it, one has to be careful. One has to be constantly looking at it, right? Testing it so that to reduce that vulnerability. But the data security part of it is kind of built into blockchain,
1: right? Yeah. And, and quasi anonymity is in there as well. I mean, it's, you know, you can still see a, a number of who's doing a transaction and, and they can track you down and hackers can track it and see who, yeah. who does what and, and track you. But,
0: uh, you know, it doesn't show,
1: you know, Hey, Chuck is doing this transaction. Here you go. Go to his yeah. house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then the other beautiful thing about blockchain that I really like is the immutability, right? Because something cannot be changed. Even right. if somebody hacks a blockchain contract or somebody does something, everything is kind of recorded so that you can actually go and find the perpetrators, right? You can do the audits and you can actually go back and fix things. For sure. the correct way. Yes. Right. And uh, I, so this is basically, I feel, and I think I really, Think people should be start using blockchain if they really want more data, secure data, and private data. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, uh, I mean
1: I I tend to agree um, with that. Uh, why why would I mean why wouldn't a company want to go to, to blockchain? Why why wouldn't they? I mean, is there any reasons they
0: they wouldn't? Is it just expense or, or Do you have any thoughts around that, Chuck? Yes, yeah, so, so there's a couple of things uh, with blockchain basically right now this service let's say I want to send you an email I get gmail for free right Right. I have I'm, I'm getting for free because I'm compromising on my privacy right now if I don't want to cross on privacy then I have to pay for it somehow Right. right now that means if I'm sending an email on blockchain to you Because I want privacy. How do I pay for it? Who is going to pay for it? So monetization has always been. uh, A tough problem to solve. On blockchain. Right. Right. So and that is probably the reason. Why this proliferation of so many. Different coins. Right. Let's say if I want to send you. uh, A blockchain or an email network. On a private blockchain. Or a public blockchain. Now I have to have a token to send you an email and have to buy that token. Right. Correct. Right. Yes. Right. So those things and how do I how much do I charge for that email? Right. And how, how does it get to be distributed among all the people who are doing the work in transferring that email from me to you? Right. right. So that that part is what needs to be thought out when you're implementing. If you are implementing for a simple com- one company, in their own data center for their own private blockchain then that doesn't matter. Right. Right. But if I'm doing it across systems, across companies and I really want to take advantage of that blockchain technology then we have to figure out that how it gets paid. Right. Right. And I think that is where we are having some challenges and I like challenges in adoption not that in implementation or designing solutions
1: right it's opportunities right
0: yeah so how do we how do we get people paid remunerated at the end of the day it's a technology it has to pay for itself it has to solve some problem
1: yeah that's true i mean it's all right it's all about uh cost
0: versus um revenue and and what makes the most sense but I I do I, I I I don't know how to do a ROI on this one. I have a good example here, particularly I'll tell you from my healthcare background, right? Yeah. HIPA compliance. Okay? Oh yeah. Okay. So what 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 does what does what is what does it really mean in a practical sense, right? In a practical sense, what happens is if somebody, faxes a patient information <laughs> right. to or to a different provider. Right, right. So my doctor asks you say something from about me, and I'm sending it to instead of my doctor, I put the wrong another provider's name. Okay, yep. I, I just picked the wrong provider. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, and these things happens quite a bit. Okay, people are copy pasting things, or people are selecting from a drop down, or people are entering a phone number into the fax machine, right? And they're not doing one at a time they're taking a list of faxes to send right right the next fax that they need to send is then the next number right and then yep. they type in the wrong phone number and it goes to the wrong i mean that is a HIPAA violation okay now the rule is every time that mistake happens somebody has to record it report it right and let the patient or the provider know it was compromised, please delete the facts, and all that follow-up needs to happen. Right. Right? And none the, I've been in systems where, or in processes where implementing this process, right? From a compliance officer to people sending faxes to getting the right information. It's extremely expensive, time-consuming. And sometimes if an auditor says, even if your company never had any complaint, like, you know, never sent any wrong faxes to anybody, how do you prove it? Yeah, right. Exactly. You, right? How, yeah. how can you confidently say we never sent a wrong fax to somebody?
1: Right. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a way, but I mean, it's it's either mm-hmm. not possible to track or it's a very, very, very difficult and time consuming and money yeah. wise and all that great stuff. Yeah.
0: So somebody means somebody has to be writing down every fax sent everywhere, every time. So that you can say, go back and check, say, oh, we didn't send anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, imagine that is in a blockchain. A blockchain sends out this information to the right people. Even if it goes to the wrong person, nobody will be able to open it because of they, have the, they, have the, they don't have the right private key. Right. Right? If something is encrypted with my public key and they send it to you or anybody but you can't open it
1: right you know right. it's just the more I mean off topic there it's I mean well it's I guess it's on topic for uh, for security because um, I mean HIPAA makes I didn't even think I don't even know why I didn't even think about that but it's uh, it makes so much sense for the healthcare industry I think the uh, man I, I recently I read something like it was uh, between 2009 and 2020. Um, the amount of data breaches that was records were either lost, they were stolen, they were, like you said, they were sent to the wrong person, Um, impermissible disclosure. I think it's 81% of the population was affected.
0: I mean, that's ridiculous.
1: That is insane.
0: Yes. And now that comes from, centralization of stuff right all of this data is in one central place for somebody not encrypted right and one simple phishing attack or one simple hack can compromise 250 350 million records
1: yeah and and the great thing about this secure and i think we're both proponents of why we're such big part of the reason why we're such big proponents and i know i am a big reason because it gives power back to the people it's power back to the people so you're records are in your hands. It's not sitting in a doctor's hands and he's like, oh no, I'm not letting you, I'm not going to send it to another doctor. You are in charge of your records. You allow permission to who you want to see it.
0: Exactly. Right. Because you, you, every time you, you, you put in their private key and you send it to them and only those people can say, yes, exactly. Right. Uh, So it's, that is another thing. Then even today, it's so, appalling that we get like you know i work with healthcare a lot of times we get trained a lot of times saying mm-hmm. do not send pii phi outside to your you know, right. provider right a simple customer service request like hey did you do this uh, uh, procedure on this patient mm-hmm. right because you're validating some claim or you're sure. checking or something you're doing I have seen, I don't want to name companies or people, <laughs> in, in a regular email. Oh, yeah. right. People some, of, some, some of these people don't know that how they to send secure email. The only secure email I get is in the financial space, right? If I'm submitting a form to Fidelity or some other, these financial services they use, Bank of America, they use. Right, they don't even send my regular email right? if they have to follow, send the document, I have to go onto their portal and see it
1: but right. what about even so take it a step further, so you send that in, even though it might be encrypted, but how
0: many internal people can see that once they have that in their possession yes yes that that is the central we're still in the centralized world, right right exactly <laughs> but if I can send money directly to you, why do I need Bank of America exactly. I right? don't but that that's uh, that's the currency use case, but from what we're talking, oh another thing that I know we, I discovered was if you want additional privacy on top of your blockchain, you have privacy tokens. Have you heard of those?
1: i I mean enough to uh, make me dangerous. I don't know much about <laughs> them but uh,
0: <laughs> do you know much about them? No, I just chanced upon them. That uh, what I believe I I am not an authority on the subject, but what happens is if right now today, if I send something to you uh, on a bit blockchain, right, it's transparent. They know from this account this amount of money went to this account.
1: Sure.
0: Right. But they don't. There is still some sense of anonymity if they don't know whose account it is. But the account is clear. The money sent is clear, and the recipient is clear, and the you know sender is clear. Right. But with this privacy, what I heard is you can actually obfuscate the sender and the amount of money and the receiver. Right. So you have an extra level of privacy. That's awesome. uh, Yeah. And then they even hide where it is going from where. And I believe it's also illegal in some countries, right? Because it could be used for money laundering and stuff like that.
1: Sure. I mean, yeah, if you're blocking everything, which I'm all for, I'm all for as much privacy as you want. Um, so, wow, that's, I'm going to, you know what, I'm, I'm marking that down to do a little more uh, studying up on that, Chuck. It's an yes. interesting topic.
0: So where, where do you think uh, blockchain will be in the next couple of years?
1: Um, I mean, I, I think it's, Right, right now it's early adaption, and people are trying to uh, figure out, is it, you know, hey, does the cost make sense, and what it, really, what is it? I think a lot of people don't even know what it is on a full scale. Um, but I mean, it's you know, hey, I think it's expected between a you know $20, 25000000000 five billion dollar market here coming up in the next couple of years. I think twenty twenty five or so, and I, I think that's a pretty low number, honestly. So uh, I think it's you know, hey, and security is the backbone of it. This is hey, if it's if people don't think it's secure, um, they're not going to, they're not going to make the transition to it. Right.
0: You think See, from, from what I'm thinking at least, okay, this is, I'm just uh, talking out loud. Blockchain is inherently secure. Okay. More secure than existing web two or any applications people build on it right? because they have to design all of these things into an existing solution, but with the blockchain you get most of these features, right? The keys, the hashing, the availability, all of those things are built into the technology. So are they moving to blockchain to take advantage of security or some other thing that is driving this adoption? Or if I have an existing app in some current system, why would I go to blockchain? Is it because of security or something else?
1: I think it's a combination of factors. So it's probably not just one thing, not, not one thing While you're moving, moving away. It's, it's, you know, in case let's go back to the, right. Let's go back to the Walmart example up to up to Canada with the shipping um, and paying of invoices. That's, you know, convenience. It's, it gets people paid faster. It gets invoices out. It cuts out a lot of middle middle people, frankly, um, and cuts any uh, and there's no errors. I mean, there's the, the only way it has an error is if the date is right. We're people, so we're gonna make errors if we enter enter things, but there's no errors. You get the right money in the right account every single time. Um, so it's it's a lot of factors that are involved why people would go by, but definitely, you know, security is up there on the top of
0: the list. Yes, I'm trying to rephrase what you just said. Uh, if, Somebody is, have, let's say I have an existing payment processing application, right? Walmart. When they go, if they're building a new payment processing system outside of blockchain to make mm-hmm. it faster, better, whatever, they have to build in all these security features. Right? right. But if they go to blockchain, they're going there for cutting out middlemen, increasing speed, reducing errors, right? And then they get security for free. Right.
1: Well, not necessarily, right? You don't, yes, you get security, but then, right? So on the
0: back... With all the like, other benefits, I mean.
1: Yes, yeah, you get security. Yeah, I agree. But just like security, you can't just... That's why you have a security department now, right? You have IT security um, is... Yes, you implement it. You know this better than anyone. I mean, you implement your security and then you constantly have to update. You constantly have to you know, be vigilant yeah. at, yeah, hey, yeah. make sure that people have the right passwords. Make sure they're not giving out data. Make sure they're not clicking on stupid emails. All that kind of good stuff.
0: Yes. So, that you bring up a very good point, actually. So right now I have certain costs as in an enterprise to managing security. Right. Right. Whether it's my firewalls, whether it's my authentication, approval, all of that compliance and all of the things that I'm doing today. Right. If a lot of this stuff is built into my blockchain solution. Do you think I, I think I might be saving some money, don't you think?
1: Well, yeah, over the long. Absolutely. You're definitely going to save money.
0: Right, I'm actually saving costs my security costs, even though because a lot of that hashing is kind of built into it, right I don't have to worry about somebody's actually hashing or not hashing right somebody's securing the data or not are they sending it to the right email or not right all of that is kind of taken into the account once I validate my smart contracts
1: right yeah exactly that's why that constantly has to be that constantly has to be monitored to make sure that there's you know, no changes in the smart contract. It still makes sense over time. Um, that's just like anything else. You just have to constantly monitor. You can't just set it and go.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a good point, actually. So going to blockchain not only gets I'm full some... of good points, Chuck. I'm full of good points. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it. Uh...
1: <laughs> I cracked you up. See, there you go. Have some fun.
0: <laughs> exactly no no that, 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 that's fantastic i'm trying I, i'm trying to summarize uh constantly in my mind uh because the reason i i keep thinking is like i'm designing blockchain solutions mm-hmm. right and when i'm focusing on blockchain right now i'm taking security as granted right so i don't right. think too much about it but when i have to articulate an roi for a solution right my savings on my security is also a big deal. Right. Other than the benefits I'm getting from reducing middlemen, improving accuracy, right? Right. And ensuring, you know, uh, reducing time to transact. Those seem to be the most common reasons why I think people are moving, right? The one Walmart is using.
1: It's, you know, it's, it's steadily moving forward. Hey, if you don't mind me asking, what do you, what's like something you're working on right now? Like, you don't have to be specific, but what do you, what do you got going? Like, what's the, I'm interested in your cool, pro- we, we didn't even talk about this. So what's a, what's a cool project?
0: Yeah. So what I'm working on is yeah. uh, similar. What I'm working on is basically data, right? Particularly uh, master data, which is changing quite a bit. And a lot of, remember it going back to who owns our claim data? Because the claim data has different parts to it, right? And each part can be changed or changes by different responsible owners. A provider can change provider data, patient can change data, right? A a payer can change payer data, but it's all claim data, Yep. right? And when this data is changing, the claim processing gets messed up, right? Now, how do you bring proper accountability and ownership to that data, right? There is some data governance around it. So right. what I'm working on is basically how do I build a blockchain? De- I mean, I built a blockchain solution to manage that, govern that data, manage ownership, manage changes using smart. contracts. OK, right? so that's what I'm doing. and it's, it's, cool. it's making good progress on it.
1: That's great. No, I just inter- I know we hadn't talked that. I, I'm just interested. That's cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah. So the da- data ma- master data management or curating single source of data I think is an excellent use case for blockchain.
1: Yeah. That's, I know that's one, I know master data. You've told me about that. I think before we even started this, you were talking about master data, how that was a, uh, it's one of your big, big pushes. So, you know, I, hey, I, I can't wait to talk about that in the future as well.
0: You no, know, the, the, the reason I like master data is one more reason, uh, Brian, because what happens is a lot of this master data is needed for proper analysis. So
2: mm-hmm. when
0: I was building machine learning models, right? And a lot of the interpretation of my orders or my sales or whatever, however, it depends on the dimensions of my master data.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if they are not reliable, my insights are not reliable.
1: Sure. Exactly. Exactly. That's
0: right? very, very and if business, And as we move more and more into data-driven decision-making and my decisions and insights are not reliable, then what is the point
1: right you have to have data integrity i mean it has to be data integrity right yeah
0: and and then not a and inconsistent master data requires results and inconsistent insights and then unreliable decisions
1: right and that that, this goes i mean that ties in with you know it ties in perfectly with all the with all the security right so i mean especially if you're in a private blockchain, hey, who has permissions? Who's, who's the one in charge of chain? Who's all, yeah, all that kind of great stuff. So, um, you know, hey, what's uh, so definitely something to, something to look at for master data,
0: for sure. And, you know, remember I was also, let's change the subject about reducing the risk of these massive breaches. Right.
1: right. I mean, there's, again, they, they go after money It's what they go after. So they can, um, uh, so all of these, almost all of the breaches have been because there's a flaw in the, not in the blockchain, there's a flaw, whether it's, uh, you know, Hey, somebody giving out their, somebody giving out their key, somebody, um, you know, Hey, somebody, uh, you know, flooding a network. So it crashes and, they have to re either reboot or re system or redo their, you know, a security checks, so and then they can, you know, hey, sneak in the back door. Um, there's just a lot of ways that that people get in, and that's why it's so. You have to be so vigilant with security.
0: So when when we when you say these, I'm talking about breaches in the centralized systems where 250 million got stolen. I'm not talking about where FTX stole money.
1: No, no. So that's exactly what I'm saying. People, right? So you break it. So right. So KuCoin was a big one. They, you know, stole what 250 million dollars from people because they broke in, um, not to the blockchain, but yeah, they, it's
0: not to the blockchain, right? They broke into somebody's right. wallet.
1: Correct. Well, no, they created a system that they can
0: oh, really? scam
1: and they can um, take from take from people that just never know it, right? And so there's. It, It's there's pretty complicated. It's pretty well. It's pretty easy, but it's again pretty. I can't do it. Obviously, I'm I'm no hacker by any means. But uh, um, that's why they constantly probe, and that's why security is of the utmost um, for those companies like a KuCoin um, that Mm -hmm. people deposit their, you know, they keep their crypto on. The blockchain, as well as people go after DeFi projects as well, right? So that's what you use. So your project is based, you have a coin, right? As you mentioned before, you buy a coin to buy into that, you know, quote, buy into that project um, to help them with their with their technology and what they're building. And people break into that or they manipulate um, the price by hacking in. They manipulate prices so they can buy more for very cheap. Um, there's a lot of complicated schemes out there, and that's why it's very, very important to have your security under control.
0: That, that's what you're talking mostly is in the crypto space, right? Or it's just exactly. regular blockchain? Yep. yep. Within awesome. the crypto space,
1: yep.
0: Awesome. What else? How else can you? Oh, I'm looking at some of our notes here, right? How, how does governance play a role in data security? You know, that's what you're talking about the monitoring. The change, the access, and all of that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just that's what um that's what companies always have to right. So when you're thinking about going to a solution, it's just like with any with any uh, security, you're going to hey, who is whether it's my own company or it's multiple companies um, across the board, who is going to be in control of it? How, how is it? How is it going to be integrated? Who has say? Who doesn't have say? Um, things of that sort. So that's just, that's one of the questions within the, you know, within a bunch of questions you should be asking yourself um, when you're looking to change possibly to a, a to a blockchain.
0: Interesting. Uh, I think let's, we co- we covered quite a bit of things today, Brian. We um, did? We did. Yeah, it's, already,
1: yeah. it's already, what, we're about, what, 40? Wow, 40 minutes yeah,
0: we, in we, so. We're past our 30 minute mark. So no, I think
1: security is a huge issue. And yeah, it's like you said, it's, a, um, yeah, it's, it's baked in, but it's, um, it's everything around it that it's kind of like, you know, the same thing. It's, you know, Hey, email is your email, you know, go back to your Gmail thing. Yes. It's, it's protected. It's a uh, security, but it's very, very low security unless you encrypt it. Right. So somebody can hack it pretty easily. Um, there's security around it, but it's very low. So yeah, you, you as a company have to decide, Hey, what makes the most sense and what's our goals as a company and, and, uh, Hey, what's a scalability and, you know, right. That's the, that's the thing with blockchain as well Is this, what you want to do with scalability. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a great topic, fun topic. I'm glad, uh, glad, uh, we talked about
0: it. Yeah. So just before we hang up, I want to summarize the, our takeaways, right? So oh, what, what I, I learned, think uh, she at least...
1: to, uh, chime in.
0: Yes, yeah. Shiva, you can, uh, Unmute yourself,
2: Shiva. Hey, Jack. this is a really interesting topic. So security and also especially in the banking sector and the retail sector, they, they want to have this uh, secured ledger, right? like this all the distributed ledgers, uh, secured mm-hmm. for them and also make some quick payments and uh, reduce the cost for the payment processing system. So I think people will start consuming this technology actually in this one. Yes, I, I, you know what? Yeah, it reduces the cost and increases increase the transparency, and the time. Yes.
1: Uh, transparency. That's, that's a big one that we didn't talk about right there. Either, yeah. Was transparency. That's a that's a huge thing, right?
2: Yeah, and also this uh, ledger technology, right? It's on not just on one single. Uh, uh, system. It'll somebody have to hack or anything, they have to access many systems unless until they are store all the transactions stored in uh, one yes. system.
0: Yes, because it's 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 distributed, you it really can hack into. Yeah.
2: And uh, also this two. is a block mm-hmm. technology and chain links. So mm-hmm. one block can have a multiple transactions. So only who has a private key can go and edit those data. So it's cannot be tampered or just be remove the uh, links or anything yeah that makes more secure of this one exactly
0: Agreed. No, you're right uh, uh, you know most of the use cases that I'm seeing from a lot of people that I'm talking to uh, they're all talking about it. even the example that Brian gave right reducing processing time, transparency, mm-hmm. reducing mistakes right and then also, Eliminating middlemen in some cases, Yes. Yeah. right? So you, you said something about retail. What was that? I
2: see, you know, uh, retail, like uh, example, the overstock company, they are started using the blockchain for the payment and uh, make uh, this uh, delay in the payment pr- settlement processing time. I see. So for them, the the money or any payments will happen quickly instead of middlemen uh, middleman. So, and also in transparent way, so, pay, so they can do the other transactions, yeah. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah. I guess uh, retail, they probably have a lot of these things, right? Yeah. Everything that they're buying.
2: They're yeah. Probably, I think maybe the one the uh, mislead is because of crypto hacking and other processes happening. This security, this is more secure than the traditional way of uh, uh, cyber security and other uh, enterprise security level.
0: Yeah. No, no, that makes sense. Because uh, if you're thinking about retail, retail is one source where they have a lot of customer data in a centralized system, they can get be hacked very quickly. And then also the sheer volume of transactions they will have is a lot more than a small B2B company, right? In other businesses. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, my opinion, I might be wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong, guys, but if a company you know how you hear all these oh security breach 55,000 or 250,000 people's information was getting if you had the right security on blockchain and had everything on blockchain that's basically impossible to happen
0: yes right yes yes because you you don't have people's email or any other detail
1: right exactly
0: you you have your transaction amount and most of it is there right it's right. it's it makes a lot of sense
1: yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So, so this is, this is, this is great. I, I'm more excited about blockchain for data security. And I think today's chat really helped me in designing blockchain solutions that address data security in a, in a, in a more disciplined way. You know, because we have a traditional data, uh, data security framework for confidentiality, integrity, availability and, you know, right. uh, accountability. So we, we we've already know a lot about data security in general. Right. How do we translate all of that from an existing system to blockchain? Right. In a blockchain solution that has become a lot easier for me now after this call
1: yeah no it's uh, i i was enlightened i was uh, again uh, always under the assumption as well that oh hey it's on the blockchain it's you know i know there's people that can hack but oh that can't be hacked and that's how they get it so it really gave me a lot of ideas and opened my eyes
0: so thank you so much brian until next time thank you and thank you shiva for participating bye guys bye see you guys